it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Well, let's put our golf where our mouths are. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. more of Richard Mark songs go. I, I can't give you the names of them. I Dude, can, if wild. one comes on, I can sing along a little bit, but I don't know the names of the songs. Right here with <laughs> I think he's coming to town what? pretty soon. I think he's coming to the factory, maybe. Nice. We ought to go. We ought to do a remote. I think I'm going to go see him. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Who Are you going to bring a special lady friend? Uh, maybe. Nice. I don't know what I'd like yeah. for him. Probably right here waiting for you. Who is this special lady? Time for me to fly friend? is a good one. Yeah, who's the lady friend? Which one? Keep on loving is the, you. Is the crow flies? Can't fight the feeling. Good one. I don't know. I, it's, I don't even know the date. I forgot. I saw where he's coming. You think can't fight the feeling Ario Speedwagon? Am I correct on that? Has anybody checked with my nurse? I don't know if he remade that or if it's a different song with the same title. I can't fight this feeling anymore. I thought that was Ario Speedway. They do I, sing it, but I, I'm pretty sure Richard Marks has a song. Oh, I'm drying off my laptop with my effing shirt because I got a little water on it. Oh, it squirted everywhere. Bad boy. Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Bad boy. Kenny Loggins coming to Family Arena as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd go see him. Uh, there was Monster uh, X coming to St. Louis. Post Malone tonight. <laughs> Who? Post Malone's coming tonight. He'll be here tonight. Oh, Posty's in St. Louis tonight? Yeah. Eric the Church tomorrow night. Uh, where is uh, Post Malone playing? The amphitheater. Be a nice steamy night for Post Malone. Girls mm. get wet. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> with sweat. Goodness. With wow. sweat. I was going to dump that, but I guess he, he <laughs> cleared it up with the sweat thing. Yeah, because it's going to be right. 95 degrees and 100 humidity. And what is this special lady friend going to think hearing you talk like this? Here. Girls yeah. love Post Malone, so they're going to be very sweaty. If you like something, you immediately start sweating. Yeah, oh, whenever I see Doug, I start profusely sweating. Yeah, for spry a little uh, bit. KG No Town's texting in from the uh, Horton Watkins. No, he's studios. gone already. So he's texting in. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's he driving. So he's driving. Shouldn't be doing that. Dangerous. 
okay. He, he said he just named two non-Richard Marth songs in his Mount Rushmore. <laughs> right. That's all right. Well, I'm going to go... Wait a minute. I'm going to go to Richard Marth songs right now. <laughs> he sang Roman Berkey. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to Richard Marth songs right now, and I'm going to see what some, some okay. of the songs that come Doug, up. I would go... I think I'd go Hold On to the Nights, Endless Summer Night, Right Here Waiting... Oh, they God. All the What's the second all song on the Richard Mark song there? Yeah. Uh, Don't Mean Nothing? Feeling. There was a Can't Fight the Feeling? Yeah. So Iggy looked up Richard He did a Mark cover? Song, uh, and said, Can't Fight and Wheels Are Turning from 1984. So, so take that. Iggy just on everybody. While you're driving. <laughs> Angelia's a good song, too. I forgot he did that one. This show is so stupid. Angelia. <laughs> Wait, but Iggy, that, that album said it came out in 1984, but his debut album was until 1987. Well, what's up with that? I, I'm just, I just went by the songs. <laughs> and it proved me right. Uh, can't find, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, no, it's by REO Speedwagon. I know it's an REO Speedwagon song. You but he doesn't have one. Pop, do you? Well, I, think well, I just showed you a list of songs. <laughs> but he, does, he does not have right, a, well, a this, cover. Then there, we're both wrong, me and the... Google, who listed his songs, are wrong. Me yeah. and the Google. He has I Can't Help It, and he also has Can't Lie to My Heart, but he has no songs titled Can't Fight This Feeling. Right, well, Google. Hello, Vivian? <laughs> KG must be on his way to service licks. Keep on trying, loser. That's from the Worsen Woods mm. Wacko. He Damn. is not high on KG and O-Town. Still ready for Trash Man and... Uh... Uh, water guy day at the uh, at <laughs> <Cockwin. one>. <laughs> <laughs> trash guy and water bin maintenance day. Uh, I see uh, KG and O Town has done a new video with. Uh, uh, is it a cooking video? I haven't had a chance to watch it's it. Good. And it's good. The steak ended up looking with, really good with Andrea's uh, with Andrea's steak sauce or is Andrea's barbecue sauce? Uh, he took a picture included. of it yesterday saying, like, might need to do a cooking show. But he does have a YouTube video that will be dropping uh, on the TMASTL YouTube channel nice. after the program today. Yeah, go ahead. Is somebody else living off my coattails? Oh, there's, there's a lot of people doing that. A, the video is not a cooking show. <laughs> and there is a couple Iggy references that are very wow, good. Wow, 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 wow. Well, Andrea's is the uh, sponsor of the program. They have the steak house, of course, the steak sauce and the barbecue sauce. And it is all so delicious. If you are looking for a place uh, to have a wonderful dining experience, you have Andrea's Steakhouse. And if you are going to be cooking, you can never go wrong with utilizing that Andrea's Steak Sauce and the Andrea's Barbecue sauce which is available at schnooks and deerbergs now along with the steak sauce and andreas.com that is andrea's sponsor here on the ryan kelly morning after along with maggie o'brien's if you are going to a cardinal game cardinals and nationals this weekend park at maggie o'brien's and then take the two dollar shuttle to the game it's free parking at maggie o'brien's and then the shuttle is two dollars and you can enjoy the festivities with the cardinals and the nationals and if you're having a party and looking for somebody to cater it, how about Maggie O'Brien's? The great Eddie McVeigh and his staff have been doing it for four decades now on downtown St. Louis's Market Street and now the relatively newer location in Sunset Hills. It's Maggie O'Brien's. You know what you're going to get? A family-owned local Irish pub with great service, great food, and a great time. It's Maggie O'Brien's before and after a Cardinal game, before and after a concert in downtown St. Louis, and 
before and after a doggies game as they couldn't be more conveniently located. It's Maggie O'Brien's on Market Street and in Sunset Hills. Well, it is Friday, and it is a wonderful time for us to go to the drops of the week. Mm. Morning after. Drops of the week. Yeah, you gotta drop it like a hot dog. It's a wonderful drop. Indeed it is. Flip that off. Buster only is, he's done. He's seen better days. <laughs> and then I'll videotape me boning the fish. <laughs> so the fish could get off. Mookie yeah. Betts is not known as a home run hitter. What's he got, 15 this year? No, he's no, got, he got 26. 20. He's ready. He's on pace. <laughs> <laughs> when that woman walked down that runway, Lord have mercy. That's a walk. We have five different Greg Warren clips well, in sure our system, do. you morons. Yeah, Lane Thomas does really? things to people. Let him have it. Why? What a yearning bottom. I'm always confident with the British Open. Hey, Tiffany and Brock, FYI, if your parents pay tuition for Villa or Chaminade, then one trip to Fenton to go to Chuck's boots isn't fooling anyone. Leave it to Vianney and St. Dominic's kids. <laughs> Can't the Hoosiers have anything that's their own? Lord have mercy. Look at Kim Kardashian. Iggy, I, I, I feel like you'd be able to rattle off some names. You <laughs> would, but he's, he's, uh, when did you notice a change? Be a man and never take PTO. <laughs> like, at the end of the year, what do you peacock around? You got the biggest penis because you didn't take any time off work. Oh. Like, <laughs> what I really want is to take a dry scoop of pre-workout and have them spit the water into my mouth. A yearning <laughs> bottom. I would think Maitland Ward would nice be one. up there as far as a top four. She's kind of blown up. Okay. So she... That was Drops of the Week. <laughs> okay. Get it. Oh, so wonderful. Uh, the drops of the week have made a glorious return, and uh, and they are strong, too, quite strong. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, for those of you who have not had a chance to read this morning's St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Derek Gould talking it over with uh, Bill DeWitt. And Bill DeWitt said the following, We thought at this point we would obviously be much better than we've been. We haven't played well in the first half to get up where we thought we would be. It's surprising. Not only did we feel like we had a very competitive club, and I think third parties thought so too, we were right up there at the top of our division, and it has not worked out that way. He was asked what he rem- expects for the remainder of the season, and he said, quote, I'd like to see the team have a very strong second half and play up to its capabilities. There is a lot of talent on the Cardinals. Um, so with regards to what does that mean for the Cardinals, uh, John Mazalak told Martin Kilcoin in uh, an interview that aired on the Two Fox this week, we are going to trade people. I just don't know if it's going to be household names or more of the guys who aren't likely to be here 
next year. So what does Bill DeWitt have to say about the state of things? He said, I think the trade deadline always activates teams to look to finish strong or build to the future. However, you choose to look at it, it's an opportunity. What ways do we think we can improve our club? He was asked if he had the right leadership in place to make the turnaround moves, and he said, I do. Uh, we've had a good run of success over the years with the current leadership group, and we're going to work hard to continue that. So, reading between the lines on that, or maybe you don't even have to read between the lines, that does not sound like he is planning on making changes uh, to the Cardinal leadership staff to make this turnaround. Now, I want to say this before the discussion uh, accelerates. I don't know if he would necessarily say or even hint at uh, needing to make a change uh, publicly, if that were the case. But um, I would imagine many Cardinal fans read that and are disappointed to read that from him. Doug, your reaction? Yeah, well, I've always really liked the DeWitts. In fact, I think they might be the best owners that any sports team has ever had in St. Louis. I, I, who would be better? Who has done more for the city? Who has produced more winning teams than the DeWitts? I know everyone's frustrated right now that the team's so bad, and it's easy to blame the owner because he didn't spend $500 million on free agents. I just have always really liked him, and I, it's hard for me to be too critical because I think in the big picture they've done such a fantastic job that you know, I'll, I'll give them a, a horrible year and, and not you know, just claim that they're stupid idiots. I don't think they are. I think it's a year where everything that could go wrong has gone wrong, and uh, they find themselves in a in a position they never thought they would be in. Uh, I'm not surprised that he has no plans to to fire Mazalak. I wouldn't think that he would. Marmel, I, I thought, would probably be replaced. Uh, I suppose that could still happen. But, yeah, I, I just, I guess if, if, you, if you've met the people several times and you got to know them, and we have, we've had DeWitt Sr. on the show, you know, a few times. He's just a wonderful guy. I just have a hard time being too hard on him. I just do. Uh, Plowhawk, your reaction? I think I'm with Doug a little bit, but also this year in particular, not in years, but this year was definitely preventable. Maybe not from the DeWitt side, but I'm talking like you have to go chain of command. They're, they they own the team. I, I just, looking at Mosellock's history, and I realize they're not going to get rid of Mosellock either. I think they already said they're, they're going to finish his two-year contract regardless. But I, I don't know. I just think baseball is gotten a little bit away from upper management in the Cardinals right now. We miss on almost every free agent we've been trying to get in the last four years. I don't... The DeWitts are fantastic. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I'm very critical of the Cardinals. I, I'm very critical. But I, I, it's hard to bash an ownership group like that because they are so nice. They do so much for the area. And yeah, I, I, in terms of what we have dealt with with Kroenke and things like that, it's it's refreshing to have owners like that. But I still think this is not a one-and-done year. I think this roster could be a little rough next year if you don't make any moves. So I'd hate to have them just go, oh, this is a wash year, it's a bad year, and kind of bring back the same core, same you know coaching staff, because I feel like that's a little dangerous, because what if you have it again next year? Unfortunately, the analytics portion of it, which I think they depend on 90% of the time, is also deciding is the deciding factor in who their manager is. They want a manager who agrees with that, who's going to listen to Mo, he's not going to fight back, I want this guy on the team, he's going to be a yes man. And I think that's kind of shown over the last 
three managers. Well, the I, end toward the end of Matheny's reign, but uh, I think that's just kind of the way baseball is handled by most teams nowadays. I think most of the managers get their walking orders from the, the the GM, the president of baseball operations. I'm sure there are a few. There's a Dusty Baker and a Bruce Bochy who probably don't listen to any everybody telling them what to do. But I think most of them, the young guard, probably do. They probably have someone telling them, here's what we're going to do. And I, I'm, I'm not a baseball nerd, so I, I want it to be more like Cohen, to where he come, he's very outspoken as an owner. You know, I'm not saying the DeWitts will ever be like that, but spends money, and I understand the money spent doesn't mean, you know, wins and the results aren't there, but that's the kind of owner I would like, or the well, kind the of richest president owner too. of baseball it operation that I would like. the richest of all the Major League Baseball owners. It's easier to spend that cash if you got more money than everybody else. No, I agree, but I'm at that personality. Certainly the cash is, that, that's another thing. Well, and you have to, to change, and it seems like what they do is they, in the offseason, well, we've got enough to win this division, so we'll do that and then take our chance in the playoffs. I mean, you can't, you can't put a team together like that. You've got to worry about, oh, we can win the division, but we're going to beat everybody else. It's like what the last, last eight years have been in the playoffs. They've had enough to get in, but then they get in the playoffs and they get swept. Yeah. They don't have enough to, to go on. And that philosophy has to go. Okay, we got we got this guy that should get us over the hump to win this division. How about two more that's going to get us over the hump to win the World Series? Mm-hmm. They've made some really poor decisions on some important players over the last five or six years now. Some really poor decisions. So somewhere along the line, they've got to change the way they're looking at things. There needs right. to be a change somewhere with in the, either the analytics department yeah. or the philosophy of the type of player they're looking for or free agents are type they're trying to sign because they – They've had uh, it, it's gone on half a dozen years or so where there's been some really incredibly poor decisions on free agents and some and long-term signings of some of their own players. And so, to me, Doug, going back to what you just said right there, I, I really feel like that is that has got to be the centerpiece of the discussion regarding the state of the Cardinals at the moment and where the organization goes in the short term and how it impacts the long term. And I I sensed that what Bill DeWitt said in this interview with Derek Gould in the Post-Dispatch is what he would say. Again, that doesn't necessarily mean that is what he is exactly thinking, and maybe he wants to see how the final three months of the season play out. Um, And either way, I wouldn't expect him to hashtag hold him accountable in public either way. But uh, this thing about, you know, the past, the past is at this point relatively distant when you talk about the success. And and he says, you know, when asked if he had the right leadership in place to make the turnaround uh, take place for the Cardinals, uh, he said, I do. We've had a good run of success over the years with the current leadership group, and we're going to work hard to continue that. And yes, if you start back in John Mazalock's first set of years, first, you know, seven years, I suppose, 2009 through 2015, I mean, the, the, I, I don't know what organization wouldn't take that. Right. Those were some incredible oh, teams, including a world championship and, a, and another pennant in there and, and some really quality teams that didn't win a pennant, um, including a team in the 2009 team that uh, I think was one of the best Cardinal teams I've seen in the DeWitt era. It just got swept out of the playoffs by the Dodgers. Matt Holiday dropped that fly ball, and, and they wound up losing the next game in St. Louis and were swept out. But uh, – What's taken place since 2015 is certainly not anything that other organizations would be envious of. And 
when you're going back to whatever year you would want to cite, whether it be 2014 when they went to the NLCS or 2015 when they uh, won 100 games but lost in the first round of the Cubs in four, that's that's a while ago. And, and the problems have been really going back to 2016, 17, 18. They were kind of in the middle and didn't do anything at the trade deadline of substance. And, uh, and then, of course, really not much success, relatively speaking, since then. Won a playoff series against the Braves, surprising, I think, most people in baseball, and then were treated like Missouri against Alabama by the Nationals in the NLCS. And that's, that's what you have to speak for since 2015. So I, I push back on the idea that there's been a good run of success over the years if we're going to focus on recent time. And then that speaks to the current model that is being used. And then you go, okay, well, what has caused the lack of success if we're going to acknowledge that since 2015? And you would point to evaluation of both the free agents who have been acquired or the players they have traded away and then had great success with other organizations. None of this is personal. The math is sitting there, and the math is not subjective. It's objective, and the math is damning. And so I don't agree with him that the current leadership uh, has a track record of success that warrants being the people in place to lead the turnaround because it's this current leadership group that got them into this spot, and it's this current leadership group that has won one playoff series since the Cardinals won against the Dodgers on Matt Adams' home run. Uh, so we're going back nine years uh, That that's in place. I, so that's where I'm coming from. I have a question, maybe a dumb question, but I'm not for sure. So isn't there a different department between the scouting department and talent evaluation? Are they all, it's all one under one umbrella? all under one umbrella. Because business, they, the business side and there's a baseball side. They have missed on some draft picks. But I think as of late, they've kind of had a good run of first to second round picks that are coming through the organization. So it's not necessarily drafting. But I feel as of late, like developing that talent, knowing what they could potentially be at or what they could potentially get in the open market for trading, I, I don't – I don't think they're all on the same page there because of, like you said, Tim, regurgitating all the players, the free agents we've signed, the players we kind of have let go. Now, there are some trades we've won on, but for the most part, I feel like players get so much better once they leave this organization. Not all of them, but a lot of them, and that has to be talent evaluation, right, or getting players prepped and ready coaching. for the next level, making sure they get enough yeah, of bats coaching, on right. the next you gotta, level. you got to add that yeah. part in there. you got to add that part in, in, in the discussion. I mean, I, I, listen, I'm not – it's not fair to, to go, okay, if this were going on in, in New York or Philadelphia or Boston, you know, it would – I mean, there would be absolute changes. But I'm not saying that that's the precedent or the standard that should be followed, and we know the DeWitts certainly – don't operate that way, and I think that has benefited them. However, at this particular point, uh, I mean, when you're talking about the number of players who are former Cardinals and still young who the Cardinals let go and how it all transpired that they're not with the organization, uh, in addition to the players the Cardinals signed and how much of a disaster that has been since, again, going back to using 2016, as our starting point since 2015 was that 100-win season. It kind of concluded the first half of the Mazaloc era. Uh, it's, it's damning. And I cannot imagine, even if you were in a relatively tepid baseball market, and by that I mean where you don't have 
you know, New York, Philadelphia, Boston kind of situation, um, that that people would be tolerating it. Uh, it's it's damning, and so from that standpoint, I have no idea what you have seen over the last seven years. And by you, I'm talking about Bill DeWitt, seven or eight years, that makes you go, yes, this leadership group is the one to learn or to, to lead the turnaround because I don't know if they've learned from their mistakes. I mean, there are so many mistakes. The Contreras thing is something that could wind up hurting the organization for a number of years. And that's a monster mistake. It's one thing when you're trading assets away and then you start to see them become all-stars. And we saw plenty of that over the last four days. It's another thing when you see you're trading a guy away and he wins the Cy Young. It's another thing when you trade a guy away and he starts the all-star game. Yeah. Uh, but but what has gone on with the free agent signings? Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, by the way, the Cardinals dodged bullets since 2015 and are fortunate that Jason Hayward mm-hmm. did not take the deal they put on the table. And we're fortunate that David Price decided to sign with the Red Sox and not the Cardinals because the Cardinals could have had another Contreras situation or two eight years ago. So Stanton there were some too. bullets that were dodged. They wanted Stanton. Stanton, sure. He sure. didn't do anything. Yeah, I think when you yeah. look at that, that like what you're kind of talking about when they talk about that run of success was the differences is, is like 2011 – uh, through like part of 2014, it was very proactive moves, whether it be moving Colby Rasmus at the deadline, getting the bullpen arms, which led to the 2011 World Series, or getting rid of Alan Craig's contract when they're showing to go down. Then you start in like the Dexter Fowler portion of it where it becomes extremely reactive, I feel, where they're not making moves very proactively. Or Steven Matz is the only offseason move you make, and now everything's reactive, and the proof is in the pudding when you're grabbing guys like Lester and Happ at the deadline, or Montgomery and Quintana, which worked out, but it's all reactive stuff as opposed to being proactive. And putting players on pedestals, we talk about this all the time. I mean, Juan Soto is not having a tremendous year by any means. He's still an all-star. He still has 15 bomb, 47 ribbies. Acting like Carlson was your future and then barely playing him and he kind of a shell of himself the last year. Yeah. Like, all of that to me just kind of changed. Max Scherzer basically begging to come here in free agency. I forgot what year that was, 2014, 2013. I forget which one. It's just, and you, you pick Steven Matz over Zach Wheeler, even though Zach Wheeler would have been a trade situation. Like, we always pick the lowest of the hanging fruit that never work out. And I, I hate having guys wanting to come here but we decide to spend less on a Stephen Matz type players Mike Leak for example all the guys just never live up to the hype we overpay and underperform uh, your thoughts are welcome uh, 314-881-TMA5 EDF group text inbox email in for our design air heating and cooling email today the morning after at InsideSTL.com the design air heating and cooling email today comes your way in about 34 minutes Chris Kerber will be hosting balloon party today driven by Munganess St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota and uh, Jackson and I will return uh, in studio in St. Louis on Monday uh, for Balloon Party and, of course, the Ryan Kelly morning after. And I guess QFTA, Jackson. I mean, uh, no QFTA for two weeks. Yeah, and people so are going to be are, hungry. They're back. Well, back I know. I was planning. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was planning on doing it from down here, but uh, we'll get back to it uh, next week. Uh, check out Mentality today at LowTUSA.com. Go to LowTUSA.com. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform 
at their very best. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores their ability to perform normally at all levels. Go to LowTUSA.com. Doug, Jackson, tell me about getting your her done. Yeah, Doug, whether you we're now almost two weeks. Uh, a little more than two weeks. A little more than two weeks. Two weeks and uh, two days, I guess, from when I had the FUE procedure where they take uh, little hair grafts from the side and the back of your head and put it where you're thin. For me, it's uh, mostly the hairline. I don't know if you can see on YouTube how it's growing in. I got some fuzzy oh, stuff Oh, Bill, oh, there. Bill. It's starting to come in. Now, you don't really see a lot of results. Usually, most people tell about three months and then see big results. They say six to eight months and the full result in about a year. Mm-hmm. So, it does take a while. It's not sure. like you go in there on Monday. On Tuesday, you look like Fabio. <laughs> I'm hoping to at least look like Quinn, Quinn Snyder's father here yeah. in about... Six to eight months. Shout the Hawks. Yeah. But uh, Dr. Polenga is just a, a fantastic guy at this. He's, he's done lots of these and hundreds, maybe thousands of them. I don't know. He's been around a long oh, yeah. time. Knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, Greg Kreiling, the founder of the operation, will go with you and, uh, and, and talk about everything, talk about all your solutions. It, obviously, the solutions are different depending on your own hair situation. Not everybody has to go through the, the surgical procedure. Some people just have a... Uh, a topical fix, or the, they use the finasteride, or yep, they use the use. helmet that you're wearing. Yep. All kinds of different solutions. So if you're always frustrated with the way your hair looks, if it, if it's holding you back socially, if if it makes your tender profile look worse than what you want it to look, <laughs> go ahead and go for it. There are solutions out there, Absolutely. and one of the best places in America is right here in St. Louis. St. Louis Hair Restoration. Yep, I use the finasteride. They got me on that with the laser cap talked about just a second ago about being reactive versus proactive be proactive in regrowing your hair talk to st louis hair restoration they have plenty of different solutions for you i'm on the finasteride and the laser cap doug go with the fue and everything in between it's st louis hair restoration st louis hair restoration.com if you go to that website look at some of the before and after pictures it, they're just incredible you think it's fake you think right. it's a, a different guy but it isn't they really have worked miracles for a lot of people and they can do it for you Great to have them on board, and uh, Doug, based on uh, how it's gone for you so far, I might maybe I'm going to be uh, doing the same thing sometime next year. Uh, get your uh, short game in order. Get your ball striking in order at Family Golf and Learning Center. I connected one of our listeners with Adam Betts, owner of Family Golf, via email uh, yesterday or two days ago. It's Family Golf and Learning Center. They have monthly clinics. They have adult clinics. They have summer camps. They have private instruction, a great staff of instructors at Family Golf, Uh, and they have a par three, which I go out with my five-year-old and play, and they also have a double-decker driving range as well. You can enjoy lunch or dinner on the terrace in their wonderful patio of the Back Nine Bar and Grill, and host events like birthday parties, graduation parties, corporate events, and clinics, all at Family Golf. They make St. Louis better at golf. Learn, practice, play your best golf at Family Golf and Learning Center, Family Golf Online. Dot com. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, and apply to be TMA Listener of the Month. It's the Milagro Tequila TMA Listener of the Month. Go to TMASTL.com. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. And perhaps you're interested in some TMA merchandise. Uh, go to TMASTLshop.com and check that out as well. T-shirts and uh, all kinds of fun and games available for you at TMASTLshop.com. We'll take a commercial break. Come back with our 9 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.